So you were able, yeah, we're in the money now. Oh, we're in the money now, man. Yeah, we're wow. Good. But you don't, not too much, not too much. Wow. The levels are too high right now. Wow. <laughs> Plain white rice. Where's what show was that from? Jamie Foxx. Oh, it sounded like it. Plain. And who was who was singing? Who was the girl singing? I, I don't know her name, but. Oh. Um, Plain white rice. It's been a while. It's always mm. every time I'm on the pod, Ricardo. You're not gonna eat while we're. Potting. No, that was my last one. Okay, I'm just I making was hungry, sure. So I've been drinking, so I'm hungry. <laughs> Ready um, for the mixer. Um, but um, yeah. Happy Monday. This is a very early intro. Happy Monday. Welcome to the This Is Thirty podcast. Shout out to all you beautiful people on the wake up listening. It's it's Halloween, so happy Halloween to mm-hmm. all you people who I don't really like saying people that I don't think anybody celebrates Halloween. I really hate when people say like, "Do you celebrate Halloween?" I don't think Halloween is a 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 is a. I don't think Halloween is a holiday. First of all, I don't think Halloween is a holiday. I think Halloween is a a, a an event and i mm. think it's an event that you either engage in or you don't there's no way to celebrate halloween unless you really believe i guess that it's this demonic uh thing so you're like oh i don't celebrate that i've never looked at halloween like that so i haven't even finished the intro but, but i've never uh-huh. looked at halloween like that so i'm like how do you celebrate halloween do i engage in halloween activities like giving out candy and dressing up like somebody sometimes yeah, yeah i do but i don't know about how do you celebrate halloween but like how you said like dressing up but it's funny you said that if it's like it's a holiday because um but over the weekend well yeah or well, last weekend if you talk about for monday um i was talking to a student after helping them out with their account and i was like okay happy holidays mm-hmm. and they was just like what holiday and i said halloween there's like halloween's on a holiday and i was like well it's on my calendar right because they put holidays on a calendar i don't because i don't think is single de mayo on the calendar hold on we have to pause for a second oh. three two one it's the three two one being included but um oh. it's okay. okay um i was what i was trying to do was in, in, introduce the podcast so welcome to the this is 30 podcast i'm your host jernique i know it's been a while maybe two three weeks but thank you for listening happy monday and happy halloween and the conversation we were having before was about celebrating halloween well no was halloween a holiday holiday yeah and then i tell you the story about i don't know if i got cut off or not about when i told a student i was like oh happy holidays and there's was just like well Oh Hol- yes, it's like it's not a holiday. I was like, well, it's on my calendar because we don't know if it's Cinco de Mayo on the calendar. But Cinco de Mayo is a holiday for Mexicans. But is it on my calendar? It sometimes it is. I feel like depending on which calendar you buy. The calendar from Walgreens. Sometimes. Oh, actually, Walmart. It just depends, but yeah. I think it is. Halloween is a celebration to me, and I don't. I think it's a pagan holiday. Uh-huh. Like I don't know what pagan is. But. Um. I don't want to. Honestly, I don't want to go into this oh, <laughs> um, because I feel like we're gonna stay. We're gonna spend too much time on the history of Halloween. Okay. Um, but Halloween has several reference points. Like I know, growing up, I know Halloween to be um, 
to have, of course, a negative connotation. Yeah. Um, especially Mischief Night uh-huh. being the prelude and gang uh, initiation being mm-hmm. on the 30th mm-hmm. or the 31st. I don't know. But anyway, long story short, I've never looked at Halloween as a holiday to celebrate. No. Because the word celebrate to me means like do you take part in i don't like the word celebrate but i guess celebrate and take part you do, they mean the, the same. same thing yeah yeah i get it so um i just like i just feel like do you celebrate christmas i don't even like i think i don't like the word celebrate do do you i don't know whatever do you celebrate your birthday Yes, yeah, cel- a birthday to me is something to be celebrated. Do you take, p- I would prefer the word take part when it comes to other things. Like, do you take part in Christmas? Uh, is Christmas a part of one of your traditions? Yes, it is. Is Thanksgiving something you take part in? Yes, it is. But I don't really, when I hear the word celebrate, mm-hmm. it just makes me think um, every holiday has doesn't have anything to do with a worshiping of something uh, there is christmas of yeah, course yeah. that is a religious holiday but the rest of the holidays is not a it's not we're celebrating something so i feel like because halloween has this contrast uh-huh. to christmas mm-hmm. people always say celebrate yeah and now nah, i'm not celebrating halloween I, I like to take part sometimes i think your verbiage is on a global level yeah. and the reason why is do you take part because in japan you know, I gotta bring that up. Yeah. In Japan, it's weird it, because Mr. International. Yes, Mr. Passport stamps. <laughs> so um it's they it's it's weird, right? Because they don't do the trick or treating where you knock on the doors, mm-hmm. but then they still sell kids' costumes. Okay. Right? But then they don't partake in that, the kids, but the adults do. Oh wow right it's complex yeah so like even for christmas they don't do christmas so like when i was living in japan um we were kind of like little america so like i did what well, we did a halloween for them and we did christmas for them i dressed up as santa and gave Aww. them candy and stuff like that because they never experienced that they were so happy wow yeah That's i almost cool. cried um but yeah i i really am just saying this because it is monday and it is halloween so to those of you who take part in halloween give me your candy Give me your candy and happy Halloween to you. I love the creativity that Halloween brings out. And I just love to see the costumes that people come up with um, to to celebrate, I guess, Halloween. But whatever. We're not going to stay on this. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you can hear the voice who I've already named multiple times, it is Ricardo, Mr. Ricky Ricardo. Uh, Ricky Ricardo, Skitter West Baby, Ricky Tan, Mr. International, Mr. International. Uh, Ricky Chan. I got them all. Um, and he is here. And if you remember Ricardo, the he last doesn't like time. Black girls. Yeah, the last time he was on the episode uh, on an episode mm. of This Is 30, the episode was titled I Don't Like Black Girls. So if you are here listening to this is 30 for the first time i'm going to tell you to pause stop put a put an end to your listening and go listen to i don't like black girls first (laughs) (laughs) just so you could get a taste of ricardo and then come back and finish this um this is the picture i just want to show you oh that is really cute right that's really sweet okay um but yeah ricardo is back and today we have so much to talk about and i'm doing things differently because i did not 
prepare questions. All I did was prepare topics. Correct, which you should. Which is what I don't usually do. I oh. usually prepare topics and questions um, to pace me. And today I only have topics. I oh, have a few questions, but we'll see how this goes. So, Ricardo, first and foremost, how are you doing? Uh, life is chaotic, but, you know, I live. there's some people who live in chaos right because then that's how they grow if that makes any sense mm -hmm. yeah so i'm doing all right working you school. you're able to you're you're able to function and manage chaos. i'm high like a high function high functional alcoholic you know uh and it's like if things like high i don't know what i don't know alcoholic is wild i don't know what peace is right because you know there's wow. some people who thrive and no so some people who thrive in chaos okay because you need chaos because that's what make, makes you better right pain struggle so forth so while you look at your sip on two bottles okay back to back it's just one relax i'm looking at two bottles i have i don't have a cup so yeah all no, i because you're just putting your own you know what uh -huh. You, that's your if that's your reality yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna let you know what mine is okay anyway but you're good yeah i'm good you're I, good i'm alive you could be better but you're good. no i'm i'm good i'm okay, good you're at, you're uh, at your I best i don't know what better is you i'm are... never at my best okay right because if you're at your best that's a plateau <sighs> you know what you mm. are the guy of I don't rebuttal know. I, you know, yeah like i just feel like you just can't it just can never be simplicity no nah, you know what i told gene gene was uh, me and gene were talking and then i was just like yeah man i always be preparing he's just like what do you mean i was just like i just be preparing for rebuttals like i sit at home and i think of arguments <laughs> and then i'm like oh what if they say you're this let me guy. google you're sick uh, what if i google this you are <clears throat> sick i don't think um, it's six I don't think it's like just being prepared. No, I think that's crazy. So lawyers I th do, I think right? It's crazy. Lawyers prepare for rebuttal. But you're not a lawyer, and not half yet. of the time you're not even right. But what is what is right and wrong? What is right and wrong? Yeah. Okay. Um. Going to the first topic, and we'll so figure out who's today right. Today we are going to look at look at Ricardo trying to run my podcast. Mm. We got the listeners. Y'all got to tell him. That we have a little flow here. We have a transition game that we like to play. And we're about to switch it up. <laughs> we're about to switch it yeah. up. All right. So, Ricardo said he's good. I want to know, first and foremost, first topic. Okay. Oh, um, I need to ask, how are you? Oh, thank you for You're asking. You're very welcome. Um, I'm good. I am grateful. Um, I'm actually trying to practice thankfulness right now in mm -hmm. my life because I think that... Um, a lot of times we pray for and we desire things and they are provided to us. Mm -hmm. And when we get them, or at least something that I'm experiencing now is that there, there are blessings that I'm standing in right now. Okay. There's blessings that I'm living through right now. And I don't feel like I'm thankful enough. Oh, I don't yeah. feel like I'm appreciative enough. Yeah. And I remember days when I used to pray I used to pray, pray for, for times days, like this, this to rhyme, rhyme like this, this so I had to grind like that, to shine like this, and the batter, patty wagon comes locked yeah. over. Hey, don't make me flip this table. <laughs> <laughs> but that's real life. I really feel like I prayed for a lot of experiences mm -hmm. I'm having now, and I think that I'm still exhibiting some type of ungratefulness. Mm. And 
what I'm trying to do right now in my life is really center myself okay. and make sure that I express my gratitude to God, like because of what He has provided for sure, me with. For sure, yeah. Because I think that I don't want to turn into that person. I don't want to turn into like you just said a few minutes ago. You actually said, um, you know, like you're never at your best. Correct. And and while I get that and I do agree, like you know, you always got to be striving for the next goal. I also think that it's it's good to sometimes sit and reflect on what you have accomplished you know what i'm saying and like just be grateful for where you are because it could always be worse and if we really look at our lives it probably was worse at one point yeah like and it's good now so i just i really want to make sure that i'm thankful and always showing gratitude because um i'm getting into like a little selfish phase uh like Um, a sense of entitlement phase yeah a sense of entitlement where like yeah i like it but it's not the way i want it yeah. it didn't come exactly how i want it uh, and i don't yeah. want to i don't want to be that person so i'm trying to find the good in every correct that's what i do i find the good in every single thing yeah. you know like all right there's traffic all right cool you know what maybe there's traffic and now i'm late right but then maybe because of traffic i didn't get into that car accident right. that somebody else got into right right because it could have been me right you know so that i'm always grateful for that like you just find because you know what it's always easy to find the negative yeah so just find the positive it's hard but yeah when you find it you appreciate it more yeah i'm gonna like make that a a, a practice of mine yeah. because i really think that like you said it's easy to find the negative and i've been doing that a lot i've been complaining a lot um find nitpicking yeah at dumb stuff and yeah. i'm just tired of doing it okay so um and i think that it just makes for better days when you look at the good yeah. when you focus on positive yeah, instead of sure. you know it drains you negativity drains you so whatever you could think like oh i'm being critical yeah. i'm a set but nah you're really draining your energy by mm-hmm. focusing on bad things um it, this is probably gonna be like a weird analogy but like and wrestling or like mma and stuff like that is this like where your head goes your body goes right so then it's just like where your energy goes your body mm-hmm. flows okay something like that right yeah, so then I it's just that. like if you're just gonna focus on the negative negative is gonna come to you right right but then it's just like if you're wishing for positive but you have a negative but like you really have like negative energy negative is gonna come even though you're saying positive if that makes any Ooh, sense yeah i like that because you're not That's really real. being, you're not really being positive you're just trying to trick yourself into being positive but you're not positive you're just yeah. saying it and just because you say it doesn't mean that it's gonna happen you have to really believe into it like just faith yeah i agree yeah i agree so we have a lot of things to talk about okay. and i hope we get through all of them we will um the first thing i want to ask you about is uh kanye west Ooh. for those of you listening i'm sure unless you've been living under a rock kanye west um made some not so nice comments um regarding uh the jewish community mm-hmm. or jewish experiences mm-hmm. i should say mm-hmm. and as a result he has been uh I wouldn't say canceled, but he has been heavily uh, scrutinized scrutinized, and he has received tons of consequences yes. um, at the face of his comments. Mm-hmm. Um, his Adidas deal has been suspended. His Gap deal has been terminated. Um, even his some of his banking has been terminated. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, it's like everybody is on like a thousand right now with not supporting Yeezy, not supporting Kanye West, not allowing his brand to be present. First, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts about Kanye's comments and how uh, he is being treated right now? Um, it you know. The way he's being treated, I think it just depends on the perspective of the race, of how you're looking at it, right? And for me, it's just like, if you're from an African-American descent or a black, if you're black or you associate with the black culture, like, this is where, like, you have to back up Kanye. Because, you know, like, sometimes some people are just like, oh, the white man this, the white man that, and stuff like that. But then, like, and, like, the Illuminati, but nobody knows who they are, and, like, I think he's really going at them because it's just like when he talked about slavery and stuff like that, he never got canceled. Soon he just started naming these people and these are people we don't even know. But if you Google them, they are heavily influenced in the American culture, probably in the world when it comes to finance. And of he's course. calling them out. So like he's bringing the monsters out of the dark into the light. And now people are knowing that. And then everybody's just like, yo, the company's like, yo, we got to cancel you because you're talking too much. Hmm. So you don't think it's you don't even think it has to do with offense. You think it has to do with him exposing and talking too much. Correct. Okay. Right. It's because it's just like, for example, you know, like when they talked about like Illuminati or Scientology, like you can't say too much things or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or there's like conspiracy theories and stuff like that, you know. And I, like I don't believe one hundred percent in those conspiracy theories, but I think it has some type of belief. Or so, so, not, not believe, but like some type of truth to it, right? Because okay. nobody just doesn't make shit up, right? Like I always think about, like if you look back in times where cartoons, right? When the Jetsons came out, I forgot when the Jetsons came out. There was no microwave before that, but they literally put the microwave on that. Back to the Future, right? Inspector Gadget with this watch. What do we have? An Apple Watch. So like all those things are relevant in the future. And we're, we're in the future now, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So, like, you you get this concept from something. So that now the whole situation with Kanye West is just like, you know, everybody's talking about the white man and Illuminati and stuff like that and like how they run stuff. And now, whatever, I heard like Kanye West wasn't making no money or he wasn't getting paid from those deals and stuff like that. Or he didn't have creative control. And then it's just like, all right, cool. If I don't have creative control, I want out. And they're like, we're not going to let you out. And he's like, all right, cool. If you won't let me out, I'm going to start naming y'all. And I'm going against y'all. And they're like, oh, shit. Now people know who mm -hmm. we are. We're going to cancel you mm -hmm. and make you look like you're crazy. Okay. So my opinion on this, I mm -hmm. have my opinion is very layered. Mm -hmm. One is Kanye West is not well. That's first, <laughs> first and foremost. I'm not saying that this means that things that he say says are not valid or mm -hmm. have purpose, but mm -hmm. I'm saying he's not well. So I feel like there is a um, a read the room factor sometimes mm -hmm. that he's missing. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us have it. All of us who are well-minded people, we have it. I'm not saying that it always stops us from saying certain things. Sometimes you just got to go for it yeah. and say it. But I think that we have seen that he has this tendency to just be kind of erratic with his opinions, especially publicly with his opinions. And he doesn't think twice or think thoroughly before saying certain things. And he does not care that his statements that are hurtful can be misconstrued. Now, years ago, 
We had Kanye West on TMZ. Mm -hmm. Slavery is a choice. Weeks ago, we mm -hmm. had Kanye West. George Floyd, this. He died from fent mm -hmm. uh, fentanyl uh -huh. or et cetera. Mm -hmm. Now the um, uh, Jewish-related comments, et cetera. And then the whole world blows up. Mm -hmm. My issue is that I just feel like we, number one, as a culture or as media, mm -hmm. I feel like if you know somebody is not well, I don't feel like you should take advantage of them and give them a public platform to express themselves. Because to me, what I feel is like, these people don't care about Kanye West mm -hmm. or even what he has to say. Mm -hmm. They care about their ratings. They mm -hmm. know that a Kanye interview mm -hmm. means a million in a day. Yes. They know that a Kanye seat means everybody's going to watch. Yes. And if that matters more to you than what he's even saying or how he can damage himself on your platform, to me, that's a problem. Like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't support a media outlet that does that even at this point it's like stop stop sitting down with this nigga like because if we cared about him it would be like nah i'm not giving him no press time not because i'm trying to suppress his freedom of speech mm -hmm. but because i don't care about numbers more than i care about this human being and if and that's always the response mm -hmm. when he goes far left is he's not well we gotta give him grace except were y'all giving him grace when y'all sat him down and put clipped the mic onto him and let him say whatever he wanted to mm -hmm. say, edited it and then aired it yeah. and said, "Cool, yeah, yeah. we're that wasn't your your thought process. Correct, yeah. You were thinking you about them. numbers. You used him. So that's my first opinion on that. Second is like you said when he made his black statements or comments that were kind of rude towards the black community there was really no pushback my response to that is that unfortunately we do not operate enough in on administrative levels mm -hmm. we don't we don't occupy spaces of shout out to the streets oh yeah and the, uh, uh -huh. the vibes. um we don't occupy enough spaces where black people are in control and have the right to turn things off mm -hmm. so when he makes comments that offend the wrong people they have a different type of power mm -hmm. jewish people are at the top of almost every food chain in america mm -hmm. so it is like dark nigga light nigga Phil nigga, still nigga. I feel like the world is really showing him you still a nigga. It don't matter how much money you have. Yeah. You're still a nigga. Uh, and we're going to show you how much of a nigga you are. We're going to show you that money hasn't placed you above saying certain shit or outing uh -huh, certain uh -huh. people, et cetera, et cetera. So that's also an issue. I just feel like not... Uh, in this sense, I, I think I might agree with you in that Yay! black people do not stick to the things that we are most offended by. So it's like if we were as strong as the Jewish community, yeah. if we cared enough about people offending us, what is happening to Kanye West could have happened sincerely on maybe a more moderate level, mm -hmm. but still sincerely to the point where maybe this wouldn't have even happened. Correct. Maybe he would have really felt the backlash of his words and how they cut us. But no, 
Uh, Scotty Beam said niggas still went to Wyoming with him. Niggas was still blasting all his albums, still yeah. showcasing Kanye the genius, blah, blah, blah. We have to hold ourselves accountable first. For sure. Um, Because the Jewish, they're going to ride for them. But like to cut you off, sorry to cut you off. No, but like, it's fine. To, to, to stay where you're at, what you're talking about, like to ride together and stuff like that, right? And to stick to the same agenda, like... It literally got posted on the internet where like Wells Fargo wasn't giving black people yeah. uh, home loans, right? If niggas stick together, all right, cool. You know what? Go to another hey, bank. Wells Fargo. Every all niggas take your money out of Wells Fargo. Leave only white, Spanish, and stuff like that. We take all our money out. Yeah. There's several different financial institutions, but guess what? Who do you bank with? Uh, I bank with Navy Federal. Me too. How? Oh. oh my God! I, you I remember, really nah, think I, that nah, you're elite? First of all, everybody, almost everybody, banks with Navy First Federal all, now. Not almost everybody. So let's get that everybody straight. Everybody has the plug now on Navy Federal. That's number one. Navy Federal I'll is becoming a commodity. I'll snitch it. But, I'll, um, I'm but Navy Federal has family and friends a lot. I know that they do. Yeah. They do. So, they but do. I've been banking with Navy Federal since I was 14. Fuck so Navy Federal. My my older sister was in the military, yeah. and the first thing she did when before she had kids. Was open me account. Oh, I did USA first. USA was all yeah, right. She did Navy first. And I did uh, there was another one, but I owe the niggas money. They ain't getting it back. But yeah, if we were, yeah, if we if were strong together, enough, yeah. that's one part I will say I agree with you. If if we if we cared and not cared enough, but just were strong enough and were serious enough. But we're not even strong like that in the world, to be honest. And once again, I'm gonna bring up Japan because when I went to Japan, like if you were Indian. There's your click. They take care of you. If you're from Nepal, there goes your click. If you were from Iran, there goes your click. Mm. If you was white, there goes your click. If you was Spanish, there goes your click. If you was black, ain't no click. If you was Nigerian, you got a click. Mm. But if you was black African American, you ain't got like nobody taking care of you. Like those other races, when they would get there, and like one of my he's not my friend no more now, but like we went to a club, come to find out him. And the bouncers, head security, they were living like in the same city or whatever in Iran. Get the nigga job off the strength because you're from Iran. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, but like, we don't have that type of. But I of think we're building cohesion. it. I think, I personally think that we are building it. I don't it. think so. Um, I think we're building it. Niggas killed PMB at Chicken and yeah, Waffles. Niggas. R Ricardo. I don't. What I don't want to get okay. into on this episode okay, is a tit for tat on okay. how black people. Um, you're right. You're right. Um, how black people showcase violence. Okay. Because I just feel like there's a bigger picture. Okay. Yeah. So you're right. if we do focus on that, that gotta be for a different episode. Okay. We'll save that. I do think that, like you said, there are some instances where we don't stick together. Yeah. Um. And we have to. We yeah. got to do more than just sit on Instagram and post fucking memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do more than write dissertations on Twitter yeah. about how we're offended about stuff. It has to be like, we got to be moving. Also, Martin Luther King shit. Yeah, we have to really move in unity. And we can't do the march on Selma. And we can't do the march on Washington. But we could have took money so out of Wells Fargo. Exactly. So it, sometimes it has to be those extreme. Or everybody overdraft and no. <laughs> uh, let us just be ghetto like they think no, we are. No, it don't matter. But guess what? You lost the money and we out. Yeah. 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 Um, you want to do what's wrong? We got you. Yeah. Overdraft. But we, we should agree on stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I wish that we made decisions like that. I think that 
there are certain layers to that. Mm -hmm. So while I agree with you, I also think there are certain layers. No, for sure. Um, and that that would we would have to save that for another episode. Um, my next question, and we'll get off the Kanye. Okay. Uh, wagon. Boat, yeah, the Kanye wagon right well, now. You know what? One more thing. One more thing. Okay. You know, the one thing I wanted to, I guess, challenge or question was just like, you know what? We know he's not well. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And when you say he's not well, because either a cultural norm or like a society, a social norm of like what's well and what's not well, right? Well, he has been diagnosed with but, bipolar disorder. Correct, right? And then. But then he talked about like Jewish people did that, right? Because they, I read, I just finished Mike Tyson's book, and that's how they did him. You know yeah. what I mean? And like that's fucked up how they did him, you know? And then like me from coming from the military and being diagnosed with PTSD and stuff like that. And when something is not the social norm, Americans, the first thing they say is Label that's it. crazy. Yeah. Right? Because if if like for example we were just here right and then like you was just like oh I don't got no room for you or nothing like that I'd be like all right cool just give me a blanket I'll sleep on the floor. Because it's normal. Because when I was in Afghanistan, I used to sleep outside. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Right? So it's my normal. But because it's not your normal, automatically I'm crazy. But I'm not crazy. I'm just normal to it, you know? So that's what I wanted I to say. I think that sometimes perspective is something to be considered. Uh -huh. But I think that when when a circumstance goes beyond perspective, yeah. that's when we can put a label on I it. I get that. And I think that Kanye, we can just say that... He's not well. Uh, I disagree. I don't. I don't think that he's well. And I think he's hurt. I, I think he's hurt emotionally from everything that he's going through. Because yeah, shit hurts. but I think that there's a, a plethora of things. Of course, yeah. we're all hurting. Yeah. I, how that hurt affects you though is yeah. different. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think maybe his hurt has affected him in a way that he has been he, diagnosed uh, with bipolar. Yeah. Uh, but with being bipolar, and that's. I don't. The thing is, I don't look at you being diagnosed with bipolar disorder as a negative thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's just a label, a yeah. label of many. Correct. Maybe yeah. if I go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, they may diagnose me with something as Correct, well. Correct. Yeah. And that's fine because that's their job almost mm -hmm. to kind of label us. But what I will say is that I think, like, just in reference, I just feel like he needs to be very careful. And I, I, I think, feel like he, yeah. I think he needs to be careful in the sense of what you're talking about because his level of fame, if that makes any sense, right? Because he he has, like, the eyes on him. So what he says can hurt people. It can influence whether good or bad, right? Because yeah. he has a level of fame. If we say those comments, it just goes out the window. Yeah. Because we're at a lower level yeah. of attention. But yeah, he does have a yeah. responsibility. He has Correct. a huge yes. platform. Yes, for sure. And, you know, you got to be real about what you say and stop. My thing is, what do you think about freedom of speech? Do you think that they're allowing Kanye to have freedom of speech right now? You know, I was going to Google that because I was like on the, I was listening to the radio and Ebro was just like, oh, even though we had the freedom of speech. But like what he's saying is wrong. Then I'm like, he's like, Cause that's not the First Amendment. But then I get confused because then like, what is freedom of speech? Yeah. But then, you know, at the end of the day, like there's always like subsections to yeah. it. Right. So. All right. First Amendment yeah. is freedom of speech. But like section one, section two, section yeah. three and stuff like that. So it which is true, because when you look at the KKK. Yeah. 
yeah, you say freedom of speech, but you can't be going around saying fuck black people. Yeah. I hate black people. I want to kill black people. Correct. Although that is allowing that person to say that is Correct. freedom of speech. Is there's also another layer to that, Correct, yeah. which is it's hateful speech. Yeah. It may um, lead you to do commit crimes. Yeah. And things like that. It's hard. Yeah. No, it's for sure. It's, it's hard. hard. It's like yeah. with Peter. Like I don't know if you know what the what Jack. What's his name? Jack the singer Jack Horrell Rorel. The yeah. singer. His name is Jack something. Anyways, he made a music video. He had the Kentucky Derby on there and stuff like that. And then Peter wrote out, was just like, oh, well, because you have the horses on there and we think there's wrong how they treat the horses and how, like, those horse races, once those horses are done, like, racing and stuff like that and they can't race no more, they just kill them. So that the profit from that music video should go to the horses. I'm like, fuck those horses. That's just me. But then Peter is just like that, right? So then it's just like... <laughs> I feel like the name of this... As soon as you said I'm like, the name of this episode is going to be F those horses. Fuck those horses. Who gives a fuck about those horses? Like, I, you eat horses in Japan. Like, fuck those horses. And horse is good, too. I ain't going to front. You're disgusting. That's delicious. You're nasty. Also, then now all Japanese people are disgusting because they and eat horses. they are. I'm just See? kidding. And I didn't, I didn't, oh, you're getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's, i don't know it's just weird when it comes to freedom of speech um okay yeah. yeah it's weird i you know what uh joey badass said something that i really agreed with mm -hmm. um saying that he was like i don't agree with a lot of kanye west's uh you know post yeah. and the things he's been saying he said but i don't uh, also agree with the removing of his interviews and things like yeah. that. And I was talking to my best friend, Geraldine, and I actually told her, I said, you know what? Like, for example, Noriega, Drink Champs. I love yeah. Drink Champs. I it's, one of my, that, yeah. it's one of my favorite shows because I love hip hop and mm -hmm. I just like to hear stories behind some of our favorite songs uh, and gotcha. people. Yeah, yeah. Drink Champs removed the Kanye West uh, interview, yeah. which is where kind of this first start spiral Go from. Home. Now, that's where Joey Badass made his comment. My thing is, Noriega, this is your show. Yeah. If you thought Kanye's platform, I mean, not Kanye's platform, Kanye's comments were yeah. bad enough, during the editing process, if you were a real nigga and you cared about him, just like what we were talking uh, about earlier, yeah, yeah. I would have made the executive decision and said, I'm not posting this episode. Yeah. Because Noriega did say publicly that Kanye told them if at any point they stopped recording the episode, he was going to walk out. Yeah. He did tell them that. And he's Kanye. Yeah. They, they're going to keep recording. But if at any time... But Noriega's felt, big like Kanye, too, so... I don't feel like they're they're definitely not on equal playing fields, though, when it comes to money uh, and just... I think the era, but... The era, but not the... Where they are in the world now, nah. Okay. Nah. Kanye got a little bit more pull. <laughs> That's why they be so excited when he comes to their show. Hov's yeah. never been to Drink Champs. It's certain guys that have never been to Drink Champs yeah. that carry a lot of weight in hip-hop. Yeah. Long story short, if I felt like Kanye's comments, if you cared about Kanye and how his comments would be received, you should have never aired that episode. Okay, you mm. don't stop rolling because you respect him and you respect what he said. But I feel like afterwards you should have watched that and you should have said, you know what, my brother, this ain't going to be good for you. Yeah. And it ain't going to be good for my network. Yeah. I'm not going to air this. What he did was he aired it. Got the likes. Got, got the views. Got a million views in about less than 24 hours. And when he got the backlash, took it down. I ain't going to front. That's the first time I heard of Drick Champs. 
Really? No, it's a great show. You got to watch a hella episodes. Uh, it's so good. I'm telling you, it's nah, so I good. Nah, I like Club Shay Shay. No, watch Drink nah, Champs. If you love hip hop, you'll like you'll like it. Uh, you you love it. I'm not, I a, I'm not a, but I'm not a big fan of hip hop. Oh, okay, I didn't know like, that. What, like, you only ciphered with me no, for no, no, the no, drought no, three no, no, no. at three a.m. in the morning. But what I'm saying is, I'm not like a huge fan, but like I'm all into it. I like hip hop. I like country. I like R and B. You know what I mean? So I'm all over the place. So like the back the backstory behind hip hop. I really don't care. But it's not behind hip hop. It's behind some of our favorite artists. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm more like I said. Remember, like the fictional. I'm yeah. More, so like I love. But that's what it is. But it's I'm, like sometimes it's like reading an artist's yeah. auto autobiography. But it's like some things you didn't even know, like the Cameron interview when he was talking about some of the uh, riffs that he had with Hove. Like while yeah, they but were, I don't care. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like with like club club Shay Shay, you know I like it. And What's I, club Shay Shay? So it's. Uh, Shannon Sharp, the football player, yeah. and so he has that. And I think maybe I resonate towards that more because I, I used to be an athlete okay. for like professional fighting. So like that mindset and stuff like that, and it's just like you look at things differently from okay. somebody else, you know. So like when football players, like me and you, we can go play football, right? But then it's not the same way like Tom Brady or like Shannon Sharp or like the wide receivers would play football. You know what I mean? Okay. Like the the vision is different. So I relate to that more, and then I listen to. Motivational like Eric Thomas, Inky Johnson, and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So back to yes, back, to, back to what I was saying. All I all I really meant is like, excuse me. I don't think that. Well, that's that, that burp. That, was, that's that wine. I told you. Yes, yeah, the wine. Because you double bottling. Listen, guys. I don't like the way the way the way <laughs> Ricardo is talking about me drinking. It's almost as though I'm double. First of all, I had like probably. I can't even call it a quarter. Maybe one tenth of a bottle of Chardonnay left. I drank that. But how'd you drink because it? Because I, I, I am drinking it out of the bottle because okay. I don't have a glass. Okay. And then in addition to that here, I also have pineapple. Carlo Rossi. Uh-huh. Y'all, and anybody who's a wine drinker knows this is of the lightest of weights. Yeah. And I, instead of getting a glass, after I finished the one tenth of Chardonnay that I had, I added the pineapple sangria, which I'm gonna add a little bit it? more, and I've been drinking it out the bottle. But so that's double. You bought double. But bottle you're making it. it sound like I'm taking henny to the head. But it's, I didn't say henny. It's I just wine. And you said in addition, which it's is plus. It's actually juice. You said in addition, which is a plus, right? So you double bottling. I don't like the. I'm not double bottling. I'm pouring a drink. Double means two. Anyway, I'm loud, okay. and I'm gonna have to reduce the levels of this episode. Anyway, sorry. So back to long story short, freedom of speech versus, you know, freedom of whatever. Freedom of speech being censored. <laughs> yeah, freedom of speech being censored. And you know, I don't think that's right. I think you're a sucker when you pull down an episode like that because uh, you don't like the backlash. Yeah. I get how you want to protect your assets because you feel like, damn, the Jews coming from me. If I keep this up, they're gonna be like, oh. They coming for my show too. Yeah. I get that. People get scared. Yeah. But to me, you're not solid then. You're not solid if that type of stuff moves you. Because if you cared that much, you would have never posted it to begin yep, with. Yep. And if I was Jewish and I was paying attention, I would feel the same way. I would just feel like, okay, his removal of the video is just him pandering to us. Correct. But it doesn't mean anything. And I guess... His pandering allows for him to not be like consequenced. Yeah. But 
It don't mean nothing to me. Yeah, but like, it just shows like I'm being submissive to you. Yes, you it know. shows that I'm being submissive, and I don't like that. And I feel like you threw your guy under the bus, the guy who you get so excited when he comes on your show because you know you're getting three, four million views. Every drink, the reason I'm so, I use Noriega as an example is because every, uh, Kanye has been on Drink Champs. This this last time was his third time. Really? Every time Kanye is on Drink Champs, those are his highest ratings. Nori, there's no episode of Drink Champs. I think I could be wrong, mm. and if I am wrong, somebody correct me. I think Kanye always has the highest views. He's really the the biggest celebrity that's ever been on Drink I th- Champs. I think it's just because he's the most c- controversial. No, he's real. When we talk about caliber really? of celebrities, I feel like because Noriega really does hip hop, so he has had like. Faith Evans, Cameron, uh-huh. Two Chains, um, really good people on their uh. pitbull to tell their real stories. But when it comes to famous, like in the white world and the black world, yeah. Kanye, I feel like it's up there. Japanese people love Kanye West. Yeah. When it comes to Kanye is the biggest yeah, that's ever been on there. I feel, yeah. And I feel like he was hype about that yeah. and he didn't really think it through so and stronger was shot in japan I'm just yeah he was he was um he, he was, was he was um yeah so we're gonna move into the next topic <laughs> I didn't even finish your sentence. We, well, he i love was, it when people say that um he was um too. but yeah like just moving on from kanye west and all of his antics i really hope that I don't know, even like some of the things that Kanye has been saying in response to like the backlash has been bothering me, but I honestly don't want to stay here. We've been here for a long time. I really just hope that, um, I don't think Kanye will be canceled. I think that like indefinitely. No, for sure not. Yeah. I think that this is just a season and, uh, hopefully he will find his way back into the world's good graces and, um, really, you know, I don't even care. Yeah, and also I don't care. Not, but I like. I don't buy Yeezys. I don't. My daughter buys Yeezys, mm-hmm. but that ass with your money. No, well, yeah, but she works for it though. That's that's my personal assistant. That's why I, I, I kind of try to like set you up into that when I said like, oh, I'll put it in with my personal assistant. My daughter's oh, okay. my personal assistant. Okay. I pay fifty dollars a week. I think that's pretty good. Oh yeah, that's awesome. So right. she does your scheduling. Yep. Oh, that's great. All right? Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. I think I feel like it, it, it increases her vocabulary because like, I'm telling her things that I'm really doing, you know? Like, yo, I need some lotion. I need this. Hey, I'm going to do a podcast. And then it's like, what's a podcast? You know? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is this your oldest daughter? Yes. Eldest? I'm sorry. Oh, oldest? I think... Oh, I oldest is a word, too, but I think I was supposed to use eldest in that context. It sounds like old English. Um, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. So, moving on from... You know, one black, controversy to one another black, one. One black topic to the next. <laughs> um, how do you feel about Black Panther two? You know, I never even watched the first one. Are you kidding? Dead ass. You're serious. Dead ass. And you knew that before when I told you about yeah, the topic. Yeah, I told you this one has given me controversy. Wow. Yeah, because you know why didn't you watch the first one? Because I think that black people are easily persuaded when they think that somebody's there for them if that makes any sense right so like everybody was in like to the black lives matter thing because of what happened to george floyd but then it was just like other people george floyd but then other people were profiting all that and it was like this is the perfect time marketing wise to drop black panther 
mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Black Panther didn't come out then, though. But no, but I'm just saying it, it was like... It came out be- way before that. Oh, it did? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Then my timeline is wrong. So then yeah, I'll, yeah your so timeline then I'll is very it, wrong. So I'll switch that. And then the niggas were being ignorant. And there's just like, Wakanda forever. I'm moving to Wakanda. This shit doesn't fucking exist. Where are you fucking going? So Black Panther number one came okay. out in 2018. Just okay. so you're clear. Okay. George Floyd died, I believe, in 2020, but I'll double check just to make sure. Okay. Or maybe 2021. Okay. Um, George Floyd death. So then, but somebody's death like sparked like the black. Well, lives. black people die every day at the hands of police. Well, technically Ricardo, not. Well, Ricardo. Let's not do that. Okay. Yeah, let's not black, do that. Uh, uh, George Floyd died in May of 2020. Black okay. Panther came out in 2018. So who died? They're not who, related. So then, whose death? Who's there was a black death that like was around that time that was well, huge. Well, there was probably several. Maybe Trayvon Martin. Um, um maybe. Um, there was several, but I I don't feel like anybody. But I just feel like niggas was ignorant. They're like, yo, I'm moving. I'm I'm moving to Wakanda. This shit doesn't no, exist. Trayvon Martin died years ago. I don't oh. even know why I thought Trayvon Martin died like recently. And it but was yeah, but so like long I said, but like you know how niggas was saying like, oh, I'm moving to Wakanda or Wakanda forever, right? And I was just like, bro, I'm not watching that shit. I think that I've talked about my opinions about Black Panther on this podcast before. Mm. I don't remember the episode. I do think that it was the first time in Marvel history, though, that black people could see themselves in a character. But who created it? It doesn't matter. But it does. You who? think uh, you you don't I, I just, like Googled it. Yeah, but you don't think that a white man creating something that represents uh, this see this this is where the topic about who controls things exactly not that i don't see the point that you're about to make Mm -hmm. however but this is why representation matters and this is why i don't look at white people like i don't think anybody's looks at white people like we hate you guys we we don't because at the end of the day y'all are running shit and to the and to some extent you have the say over where, whether or not we are displayed or we are represented in media. Because unfortunately, there's only one Tyler Perry. Let's be honest, but let's Ricardo. Be, let's be honest about the population. But okay. we're like we're like the third. We are, but we're talking about America. We're in America, we're the third. Whites are first. Spanish is second. Reese, as of recently, still Spanish is second. We're only like twenty two percent in America. As of recently, but the thing is, our culture is heavily influenced in everything else around the world. Around the world and here, for sure. We are the precedent for a lot of things. Yes. So my point is, Mm -hmm. when you have a movie, I don't care who was created by. When you have a movie who that represents black people in a superhero world in a way that we have never seen before, it does something to people. And this is why, like, sometimes when it comes to me and you's opinions yeah, on certain things, class, yeah. this is why I can't feel you. Because if you can't, un- maybe you got to watch that shit. You've never seen it. don't want to watch but it. But maybe if you watch it, you'll feel... Because actually, the reason why I think you'll like it is because... The 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 um the conflict in the movie mm-hmm. is actually one that I believe Black Americans 
and Africans or descendants or whatever have naturally. Oh, for sure. And I experienced that. Which is, y'all are pandering. Y'all are stupid. These people don't care about you. That's that's Michael B. Jordan. But that ass, that happened to me in Japan. Michael B. Jordan is on some, fuck y'all, we're black. Y'all trying to be too friendly with this. Yeah. Stop trying to be. And Chadwick Boseman is more of, in order to propel forward, we got to work with each other. We got to play the game sometimes, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why I think it'll be good for you to watch because you could see how black people are not monolithic. It's okay for us Shit, to I don't not know what be. what that word means. It's okay for us to not follow the same thinking. Yeah. Like, for us to be different with yeah. our opinions and the things that we support. But let us know that at the root of all of these things mm-hmm. we are together there there is something <laughs> see this is why i can't get with you because yeah. because you watching a movie i lived it like i said when i was in japan ricardo oh, just watch the movie just fuck. watch the watch the movie before I watch the, you watch, I watch the movie I watch before the movie. you say fuck. anything i watch the movie shit please fuck shit watch them <laughs> <laughs> I watched the fucking movie, okay? Please watch the movie. Watch the Before movie. you even respond, watch the movie. Because I, was gonna I think talk you'll about like my, it. I was going to talk about my first... Your international... First-hand experience. You know, I'm going to make you mad because when I called you a leecher, right? But anyways, what I'm saying is it's like I, I felt that because, you know, when I was in Japan, like Nigerians, that you know, it's weird because I, I, I get what you're saying because... What? Oh. So it's a Japanese ex-wife. I know that's right. Yeah, it was um in in Japan. You know, Nigerians they were always friendly, like, "Hey, my brother," and I'm like, "Bro, I'm not your fucking brother." But that that was my standpoint. So I I get what you're saying about that. So I'll, I'll watch it and see what it is. But I think what just turned me off was just niggas like saying I'm moving to Wakanda. You know what it was? I that annoyed me too. But it, it was the Trump. Me it, was a tr- it was the Trump era. It was okay. the Trump thing. That's what it was. When niggas like, oh, I'm leaving America yeah. because of Trump. And then, like, they're like, oh, I'm moving to Canada. First of all, it's hard for you to go to Canada, right? And then I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm moving to Wakanda. It's like, yeah. this shit doesn't exist. It annoyed me, too, but for different reasons than you. But mm-hmm. I think you would still find it interesting. I'll it annoyed it. me as an African, a first-generation African-American yeah. Seeing black people all of a sudden pretend like they were connected yeah. and have been nice to African <laughs> descendants because of Wakanda. And I talked about that on this podcast. Oh, really? I'm like, I was saying, like, you guys are not nice to people who come from Africa. Yeah. You guys treat them like shit. Correct. And all of a sudden, this movie comes out and everybody is going to the movie theaters with dashikis and putting up a <laughs> fist and saying Wakanda forever and saying you're from Wakanda. But when real people come from Africa and come to live in this country, you guys treat them like garbage. Yeah. And you make fun of them and you... But this is what they're coming from yeah this is what this this movie is showing that this is where they're from we're from one of the richest nations in the world yeah where all of our resources have been stolen from us yeah and because you haven't watched it wakanda is one of the countries that has lied about their resources so they've been able to keep their resources but is wakanda real it's not but it's 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 a pun on how if we were as strategic enough Uh to not expose the best parts of our country uh-huh. or if we were um if we were smart enough to play dumb a little bit we could hold on because mm-hmm. the, the 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 
the I believe the the resource that is of top tier is vibranium. That's what it is in this movie. Okay. So okay. you could compare that to to diamonds. You oh, compare cold. it to gold. You could compare it to whatever yeah. is um has been whatever traded. Like minerals that are Mi- very any important. Minerals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they have held on to vibranium and they they don't tell anybody else in the world. They like don't trade it. We think of like Saudi Arabia or something like that have oil. Yes. Yeah. So Wakanda is very quiet about their resources and Chadwick Boseman has been very um, strategic about being quiet because he doesn't want America or other countries to come in and shift. Like Christopher Columbus yeah, came into America. Yeah, he doesn't want them to shift but, what they got going on. Gotcha, so gotcha. that's how, that's the a little bit of the premise I'll of wa- the movie. Okay, I'll try to wa- yeah, I'll watch so, it. Um, I'll give it 30 minutes. Long story short, what I'm just saying to you is that I had some reservations about the reaction but I also understand how when you are black, when you look like us, yeah, because the look is very important. Yeah. I don't know if it's important to you, but when you feel, see yourself in a character that you have never seen before, can you imagine a hundred Marvel movies? The main character never looks like you. Nah, but no, but it's crazy because it doesn't have to be with Marvel. Like there was a black character, but he wasn't that popular. But we're talking Static about. Shock. You remember Static Shock? I do. That nigga, do. Hey, right? Right. Who plays Static Shock? Marlon Wayans? No, or? I don't know. It was a cartoon. Oh, okay. It was I'm a not cartoon. Talk- I'm thinking no, about something you, else. You're thinking about Blank Man. Not Blank Man. Something else that they did though. Something else that they did. Blank Man. Static Shark was a cartoon. It was this black guy who would just electrocute people and stuff like that. He had dreads and everything. But I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say, though. Yeah. For the first time, when yeah. you see yourself displayed, and cartoons also are not real as, as real as physical depictions, although they may help, mm. they're not that. So it's like, damn, like, damn, we feel this shit. Like, this is cool. And then it's also, you know... I was watching a de- documentary recently, and it's called. This documentary is called uh, Descendants, mm-hmm. um, and it's about a, a place in. Uh, damn, damn, where the hell is Descendants at? I feel like it's in. It's not in Atlanta. The damn. I'm so sorry if you've watched Descendants and you've been listening. Maybe you could tell me. Anyway, it's a town called Africa. Reposted. Reposted. Yeah, it's a town called Africa Town. And the reason this town is called Africa Town is because if you know, slavery was abolished in 1865. I believe before slavery was abolished, um, the sale. This is in Alabama. Yeah, in Alabama. Yes, Mobile, Alabama. Yes, that's where it yep, is. Yep, Mobile, Alabama. Um, so the sale of slaves and also the slave trade became illegal. However, in Mobile, Alabama, in this small area called Africa Town. There were whites who were still illegally trading. So there's a last, the last ship ever to come to America with African slaves on it was called the Clotilda. And the descendants of that ship made their space in Africa town. Long story short. Gotcha. Now, this this documentary is really good because it just kind of talks about the people of this town and Mm -hmm. how this crime, because it was a crime, it was illegal, and Mm -hmm. they would have gotten in trouble. This crime was was has been uh, has been attempted to be covered up for years. Uh, If you even know anything about Africa Town, it's now an industrialized city. Gotcha. So they have the. Created warehouses to try and erase it, but there's a little strip of the town that is refusing 
to move. Yeah. And that's how this documentary came about. Long story short, I don't even know why, remember why I brought it up. But the reason I brought it up is just to say that there are elements of this life and just, oh, I'm sorry. This is why I brought it up. Okay. Because somebody in the documentary said that black people, especially not us, okay. we know who our descendants are. Like, oh. not our descendants, but we know we know a, a lot of our ancestral foundations. Not me. You know that you're Haitian uh, at least two generations removed. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I know that I'm Cameroonian at least two generations okay. removed yeah black americans sometimes don't know i wanted to say that and that's why they attach to so much things because they don't have no identity exactly so the person in this documentary said that and he said that sometimes it can be a very emotional process when they come into history mm -hmm. and information that they've never been given mm -hmm. before so the reason i'm bringing it up is just to say that when a lot of them saw Wakanda, especially African Americans, yeah, they felt they want to be sense part of, of something. Yeah, yeah they, I want to be of exactly. something. Yeah, like Haitian Revolution yeah, or something, or There's something a, like that. Yeah. So that's that's why I brought it up. Gotcha. Just to show that, that makes sense. Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. they want to feel a connection yeah. and they feel a sense of disconnection all their lives. Yeah, because it's like, let me tell you, like. We talk about generational trauma and generational curses. That shit follows you. No, for sure. So the fact that your great-great-great-grandfather was a slave, that spirit falls through the cracks of uh, your... There's only like less than like 5% of genetics that's hereditary. Just want to throw that out there. I think... But I we're think not talking about genetics. We're talking about spiritual trauma that carries its way. Like... When we when I say spiritual trauma, yeah. I mean like a sense of unknowingness. It's gonna follow you. Or maybe if it's you're a, removed maybe it's a, from your home unwillingly. I think it's a sense of not knowing is what's the confusing part. If that makes any yeah, sense. Right? Like like for example, like if we talk about like single parent homes, right? Like you were young. Okay. Right? Like for me, I was young. I just know I ain't had no dad. I don't know what happened. Yeah. And so I just grew up and I was just like but this, that has this, found its way into your life in so many forms. Yeah. So, but I, I get what you're saying. But when you said like the sense of knowing, I think it's the sense of and not knowing. And you have broken that curse as you are a dad to your children. But you don't know. You are unaware of how that, uh, that, I don't want to call it a spirit, but I can like a call generational it a spirit. curse or like history. You don't history. know how that still will transpire through your family. No, but you know, I, I dead ass, what I You're living in a different country from your son. Yeah, for and sure. And I'm not trying to be funny no, when no, I no, say that. No, but you're that. right. No, but you're I'm right. just trying to say that could be looked at as another form of that. For, for your sure. Your son wakes up every day and you're not there. No, he's although not, you are a present father, although you do on, your yeah. best and... You, that's still a form of that. That's what I'm trying to say. No, dead ass. You know, and in that, when you said that, though, you know, um, I was talking to the mom about that. And she was just like, when they had went out and she went out with another parent and he had the mother and father. And then the father was playful and stuff like that. And then he said in Japanese, like, oh, my dad is very playful like that also, too. And then uh, came back home and started crying. Man. And I started crying when she told me that. Like, it hurt my heart because... I remember that pain that I went through of yeah. not knowing, like, why is my yeah. father not here? And I was about to cry right now. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's what I mean. It's like the not the sense of 
knowing is a sense of not knowing why. Like, yeah. if you knew, like, oh, you know what, mom and dad didn't get along, then and all dad right, cool. Lives in America, yeah, then that makes sense. But then it's just like not knowing is. But do you see how powerful spirits and trauma can be? Because like even if you are. I think it's energy, here. energy, not a spirit. What's the, okay, I'm gonna call it a spirit okay. just because I'm a spiritual person. Okay, but even if you are doing your best yeah. to deviate from that, it still finds its way to back reciprocate in because it's a it's an energy or spirit, whatever you want to call it, that lives within your generation. Okay, and I, I can respect that. I think Hove said it one time. He, I think he said like in an interview, like sometimes. If you sometimes you could have a bad dad or horrible mother, whatever parent, mm-hmm. and you live your life mm-hmm. when you become a parent in such a way that you are like, I will not repeat it. And your 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 attempt to not repeat it can still drive your no, kids away dead from ass. you. Dead it ass. can drive your kids dead away from ass. you, although you're trying oh, your best oh, to what? not cause that drift. I don't know about like drive the kids away from you, but you repeat the same thing. Right. Like when I had the first two kids, I was like, you know what? My father wasn't there. I'll always be there for my kids. What do I do? I leave and go to Japan. I have another kid. Wow. Right. And then now I'm I'm doing the same thing my father did. I'm just yeah. being absent. You know what I mean? But then it's just like when I when I talked to my dad before he died, and I started to understand, like, you know what? You did your best. Yeah. It was my mom yeah right and so like that shit hurt a lot now i don't talk to my mom because of that i haven't talked to my mom for like five years now really yeah dead ass because like that shit hurt me so bad because i always thought my dad hated me and Mm -hmm. didn't like me because i didn't know when i found out like yo he's like he left a house in my name he left uh money in my name and stuff like that and i was like bro you did love me you know what i mean and then but also give your mom grace because she was probably also just trying to do what she thought was but, best. Or I think that she just used me. This is my perspective, but she used me to hurt my dad. Mm. By because like what I lived. But above. you don't know what what her, her dad exact, called, your dad exact, caused her. Correct. So it's like yeah, she might not have saw it like that. Correct. But she might have just saw it as her protecting you. You correct. But then like I remember that when I moved from Boston to Florida and I never knew why, but then like when I talked to my dad and I got the other side of the story and then I like I pieced everything together and I realized like they were just yeah. beefing and like she was just like, yo, you're not gonna see your son and move me from Boston to Florida. And I was just like, yeah. bro, that shit hurts. Yeah. It hurts a lot. But depending on what was going <laughs> Correct, on with them, yeah. she might have needed to be there for her safety, for, her right. mental space. No, 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 my mom was too strong. My mom beat my dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, she beat my dad and then my sister's stepmom. No, my sister's mom, which is my stepmom. I get confused, but okay. that shit was crazy. But we ended up here because we're talking about Black Panther. <laughs> and then now we're going to switch into dating, right? Because like it goes We're in... supposed to. Oh, yeah, okay. we're supposed to switch into dating. <laughs> um, So I just need to do a quick Bro, recap. Bro, I in here. This is like a sensitive podcast That's in here. what the This Is 30 podcast will Jesus do to you. Jesus Christ. We'll, we'll, we'll unpack the layers. <laughs> it's almost like therapy. Um. But so, so far we've talked about Kanye West mm-hmm. and his backlash. And then we talked about Black Panther and somehow got onto generational trauma and family trauma, et cetera, et cetera. We, uh, you know what? I don't even want to go back to it. Like, I want to know, like, if you can give me one sentence, what do you think about Black Panther 2? Go. I have not seen it yet. I, haven't I don't think it's the, out. Yeah, it's not out yet. So um, I am excited. I'm a little worried um, as to how the 
storyline okay. uh, will be continued mm-hmm. in the absence mm-hmm. of Chadwick Boseman. But I think they'll do a good job. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm just excited to see it. I once I see it, then I can formulate. Sounds like a run-on sentence, uh, but but once I see it, I can formulate an uh, opinion. I haven't seen it. I'm just talking about like the trailers. So sorry. so far, I'm okay with the trailers. Ah, okay. I I did not think that. I don't know what's gonna happen, but from what I'm seeing, I think the his sister becomes the new Black Panther, and I think I would have. I hope that they're. Uh, confusing us with the trailer mm-hmm. and I hope that I think I would have liked to see but I think uh, what's his name I think um, Michael B. Jordan's character died in the old one so I don't know long story short I know I'm talking in circles I don't know what's gonna happen in the movie so I don't know how to feel I just, but I'm but still, still excited about it okay yeah the trailers make me excited about okay, it okay that's it yeah it doesn't make me like not wanna see it okay yeah 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 okay um I'm just I just wanna see what's the play I know Michael well, B. Jordan was the at the premiere I don't know if he's gonna be in the movie maybe they'll do like uh flashbacks or something like that but I think it would've been cool to even see him a rise as king being as though him and chadwick boseman had two different black perspectives Mm. on because if you watch the first one what you'll find out is chadwick boseman is the son of the african-born brother Mm -hmm. he was raised in africa all of his life uh michael b jordan is the first generation american child are you listening? Yes, I am. He's the first generation American child who was born by the descendant who came to live in America, who mm. had a kid, who had a kid with an American woman. So they have two different perspectives, but While they all both, living in Africa. No, no, no. Michael B. Jordan was born and raised America, in America. America. Oh, okay. His dad is African though, and was raised in Africa, but lived in America for a little while. And his cousin, who was Chadwick Boseman, born and raised in africa so to me i feel like that's the dichotomy of africans versus african americans Mm -hmm. and sometimes how they see the world and how they navigate or whatever the case may be um so it's cool but i just i would have liked to see chad not chadwick michael b jordan reign as king because i kind of would like to see how that pans out when like an african-american person becomes completely in tune in tune with the history and understands it but can function properly in gotcha um you know leadership Mm -hmm. while making sure that they like a cultural leadership because it's two different yeah yeah, making sure that they appease to both sides gotcha so i don't know what's gonna happen though gotcha long ass sentence but yeah, long ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So, last topic of the night. Okay. We're an hour in. Damn. And an hour and five minutes. Damn, we actually. missed like two topics we're going to have to cut. I know. But I was really excited about the not, other ones. We're not cutting it. We, I don't. You have a party to go to. Yeah. Oh, I, can I? I'm going to see him try. The, the party. No, 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 no. no. It's no good. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. You're trying. You're trying. Yeah. It's really effortless for me. It's called cold switching for me. Well, it's not called cold switching for me, but it's cold switching where it's just like, if you do do something and then I do something too. Oh, oh, mimicking. But yeah, it's called cold switching. It's not cold switching. Like the atmosphere Cold switching is like when I'm in front of my mom. 
yeah. I can't talk like the way I'm talking okay. now, or even the way uh, I was talking previously. Yeah, right. I kind of I'm like I you. tone down the American tone, uh-huh. and I like sound more respectful around my mom because mm. I don't want her to think that I'm a Yankee. Oh uh, yeah, because it's like a soul blasphemous. <laughs> my mama thinks she's gonna be like you acting like a black kid. Get out of my face! Like yeah. uh, if I'm talking like this in front of my mom, I can't. That's code switching. Okay. That's code switching. So I'd be yeah. And then when you go to work and you're like, yeah, the you know, you're oh, sitting like, with like your when coworkers. They, when they you, say I have the white voice. Yes. That's code um, switching. Okay. So and I, was I don't think I you. even use a white voice at work. I got but a dope ass white voice. It's a little different. It don't sound like this. My shit. Let me hear your white voice. I don't really have. I don't really have one. Okay. Right. Oh, well, you don't. Hey like, guys, what's up? No. But I never talk like that. Really? My my white voice is like this. Hello, my name is Ricardo. How can I help you today? That's not white though. Really? Yeah. I don't oh my god. I don't I'm, sense it as white. It no? just sounds professional, but it is, it is a code switch. Yeah. It's a code. You know. <laughs> Your yeah. Yeah. Is top tier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I apologize. You know, for the miss <laughs> for the inconvenience. <laughs> well, what is the next topic you like to discuss? But I know that a lot of people are in chanted okay. by my British accent. I think it's, it's trash. something that no, you don't. I think it's, it's like, something that I've been. I haven't been working on it, but it's something I've been able to do since I've been in high school. Like, it's just something that's a part of me. Or you've been watching the Spice Girl movie, which is fire. Actually, I did see the Spice Girl movie about five times. But that's not what... Spice up your life. Because in the world, spice up your life. Every boy Uh, and every girl. Take it to the left. You're having a good time. Take it to the right. You know you feel fine. Ah. Ah. You're right. All right. Okay. So the next topic, <laughs> can y'all not judge me and Ricardo? And y'all not gonna judge me because I was allowed to like this stuff. I don't know about Ricardo. I'll beat somebody's ass. All right, that's it. Um, if somebody so, beat me up. We gotta fight twice. I don't remember if the last time you were here we talked about Irv Gotti and Ashanti. I feel like no. we did. Maybe I talked about that with Tatted Pop. Yeah. Long story short. Irv Gotti and Ashanti, of course, mm-hmm. murder in greatness. Okay. Um, a few, I would say, about a month and a half ago, Irv Gotti released his uh, the documentary, documentary yeah. five part documentary about the murder Inc. Mm-hmm. Uh, in an, in an attempt to promote this documentary, he went on Drink Champs and he talked really spicy about his relationship with Ashanti. What? Now, this is not the first time he has kind of. Uh, kind of made it clear that him and Ashanti had a sexual relationship. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Um, and this, I gotta is, be a boss. this has kind of been known that they had a sexual relationship. However, on Drink Champs, he went into more detail uh-huh. than he had ever been before. Um, he was, it was distasteful. I'm not gonna lie to you. The candor in which he was speaking and just it just was a little distasteful it was like a a nigga pillow talking but in front of the world and like just being extra especially for somebody who's 50 years old like it was just a little weird to me Mm -hmm. the way he was talking Mm -hmm. do i think he was lying absolutely not i think he was telling the absolute truth Uh jaru was sitting next to him he was doing too much i'm sure it was the liquor the weed everything that got him regurgitating at the mouth Long story short, the documentary comes out. Documentary also goes into a lot of detail mm-hmm. about their relationship. Mm-hmm. Not only does he go into detail, a lot of the Murder Inc. family goes into detail about their relationship and how it affected their business. They were in a train on Ashanti? No, not like that. Like just the other artists about how their relationship kind of sometimes caused awkwardness in business because it was like you expected Irv to be at the office 
um, carrying on business, but he was always traveling with Ashanti, like because she was not only the star of the record label, but he was piping her. He was sleeping with her. She was the star. I mean, Ja Rule was yeah. too, but she was also a major part of yeah. the label. I was talking to Lisa about that. What happened to Charlie Baltimore? Yeah. But Charlie Baltimore well, was I one love. of them who talked about this. I love her. Specifically, she said, you know, I always wondered, like, why is he not in the studio or at the record label working on my stuff or blah, blah, blah. And he was always. On, does she even have an album? We're talking. They're okay. revisiting the okay. early just, 2000s. Okay. okay. Sorry. So, of course, she was working on her okay. album or what she thought was going to be ahead. her album. Long story short. You can drink short, it from the bottles, okay. I am. I have been. Okay. The long, long story short, this caused an array of backlash against Irv Gotti. People said that he was a, uh, a corny, a liar. Ashanti did not say anything. They said that he was a creep. He needs to stop talking. And... He didn't say anything else except for I think he was on a red carpet. And mm. I think the shade room asked him one question. And he said, listen, he said, I have never walked around talking about Ashanti. He said, I have a documentary. I was asked questions and I was honest. Mm. He said, when I go to interviews, they ask me questions and I'm honest about it. He said, if you don't ask me anything, I'm not going to talk about it. And he's right. He does not go around talking about Ashanti all day long. It just that it was relevant. And but I what also, was the age, though? I also think that he did a, said a lot of that stuff to kind of boost ratings. And she yeah. mentions yeah. that, too. Like, just to be, you know, he's 51. Mm-hmm. She's, I mean, he's, no, but what was it at the time? At the time, she was like 20, 21. How, so then he was like, he was 30, 31. That's not bad. Now, this is where I'm getting to. Okay. Besides their thing, Ashanti did an interview with Angie Martinez recently, okay. a podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ashanti just talked about a lot of things. She, I thought that. I liked her ex explanation of why she was upset with how he's been speaking. Mm. She's felt disrespected, etc. But what rubbed me wrong is that she kind of mentioned like the Me Too movement. And I didn't think that was fair because he didn't rape you. And he didn't hold your... Uh, he didn't I, get, I, see I, this I, I just going. felt like it was kind of like uh like childish to even mention the me too movement in the same sentence with irv Gotti because y'all situation was consensual it wasn't us but she did mention like how she didn't know if she was going to be able to record sometimes if she didn't fuck him yeah like things like that well, i forgot what is that word there's a there's a word for that right because um i don't know if you, if you have apple tv or no but i don't know if you do but there was this tv show called the morning show and it kind of follow like the me too movement where it was just like you know somebody who was at power but then it's yeah. just like if you're at a low level and you want to yeah. make it to the top right and then maybe the fastest way to excel to the top is to smash the top yeah right you know and i've seen i haven't seen it personally but like sometimes it was weird from like in the military like there was this one girl and dead ass we went but we were on uh in colorado and like she was an e4 right and then in order for you to become an e5 which is like a sergeant and stuff like that you like know my sister okay somebody else's story that you don't know about whatever she okay, told Leecher. me she told me and you won't say the same way she did but anyway my sister was an e5 okay anyways so 
you know, in order for you to become an E5 in the army, you have to go to the board and stuff like that. And you have to do, you get points, you accumulate points. And then if you accumulate enough points, then you become an E5, right? And then you get on the list. And it was weird because when we, before we left Colorado, she was an E5, I mean E4. All of a sudden we get to Afghanistan, she's an E5. I'm like, what the fuck? But it doesn't happen that fast, is it, what you're it, saying. I mean, it, it does happen that fast, but like in that time frame, those things that needed to be done couldn't have been done. Mm. But all of a sudden, you got the rank. And then come to find out, she, she was, was smashing. Oh. And I was like, you little fucking bitch. Okay. Right? I get mad because you can just sleep your way to the top. Right uh, or like how strippers, right? You can make money by selling your body. If I sell, nobody want to buy my body. I don't think I get five dollars for this body, right? But if you sell yours, you can make maybe twenty five dollars, fifty dollars. Wow! I'm just, I'm just saying for oh sure. Oh my god! It's you pricing me at twenty five and fifty dollars. You don't have. First of all, you don't have any respect. Second of all, uh-huh. pause. Okay. But Continue. What, what, what I'm just saying is that you you have the opportunity to price yourself, right? If I price myself, nobody buying me, if that makes any sense. So then now when you start to transition into the, I guess, corporate world or somewhere where there's like a hierarchy and stuff like that, there's a detour that you can go through. And then it's like, like a double-edged sword for that person because you can play both sides. So Ashanti could play the Me Too movement, but then I also used you. To get what I wanted. Okay. Now, my issue... Okay, first of all, I guess this and is why... And you're not $50. I'm just, I was just doing an example. This I is why... $175. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. This is why uh-huh. it's not good to... Interwork relations are not supported. Yeah. Because I feel like things like this could happen. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's number one. Do you support interwork relationships? Yes, I do. Okay, why? Because we're human, okay. right? And it's okay. just like you you build this like you're around this person, right? Isn't that that's not how you catch feelings when you're always around somebody, right? So that's we, true, right? And then that's why like sometimes when you like you go somewhere, you're like, yo, I have a work wife or work husband. You know what I mean? But then it's just like there's no like sexual thing behind it. You know, it's just like when I was working at T-Mobile, Jamie. Like, that's my best friend. Never had nothing sexual with her, nothing at all. But that was like my work wife. But then it cost me money. I'm buying her lunch. You know what I yeah. mean? But it's just like, but then it, it's just like, just like that relationship that we have. You know what I mean? So I think when you're like in the proximity of somebody, things happen like that, you know? Yeah. So you know? I do agree. I do think that this is why people want you to stay away from interwork yeah. relations. But human nature, when you're around somebody and you have chemistry and yeah. you like them, Sometimes sparks yeah. will fly. Correct. But then um, like with Jamie, like I don't like her like as like that to date, but whatever Jamie says, like I hold it to a higher standard than somebody else would tell me something if that makes any sense. Okay. Just because just the proximity always being around this person, it's almost like a sense of trust and vulnerability. Okay. I'm with that. Yeah. Okay, now two is there's the I, I only think that the 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 concept of influence is being considered in this situation mm-hmm. because of the age gap. Yeah. Now there's a ten year age difference. Yeah. 
What do you think about that? How old is too old to be dating people? So I'm glad you said that because I Googled something and for some odd reason, I never knew this, there's a dating age rule. And it says that the lowest that you can date is half your age plus seven. Okay. But the max that you should date is... Your age minus seven times two. I don't know where they got like that equation, but like for me, I always like to date older, you know? And How old are you? I am 35. Would you date a girl that's 20 right now? Would you, would you date and have sexual relations with a girl who is 20 years old? I would, and it probably would go left. I dated somebody younger than me, and she got me for six thousand dollars. <laughs> that's not fucking funny. <laughs> what the fuck? Is, that's not funny. Wait, you dated somebody? What? She got you for six thousand dollars? How? What did? What was she asking you for? It's, it's, you know, I think it's just me as a guy. I always feel like, you know, ever since coming outside the military, I had this heroic mentality or so like i I have like a save yeah you watch you watch shooter you ever watch that show i love that show i figured you would like it i love that show yeah so i have this heroic mentality swagger swagger, yeah but i I can't shoot like that but yeah it's like i have this heroic mentality to where it's just like you know if i see you're a single mother and stuff like that you complaining about bills (laughs) and stuff like that i'm like here comes stupid superman right here i got that cash and then I spend it, and then you just go off to the next nigga. But my cash is gone. Yeah. So You're six, an idiot. Six, and then, like, you know, for me, like, I always try to make, I guess, dreams or goals come true. So, like, that girl who I dated, and I'll tell you something else later on, is um, she was like, oh, I've never been to New York. And I was like, bro, my kids live in New Jersey. Bro, I'm going to be there. Let's go. Took her to Jersey, everything, brought her around everybody and stuff like that. But that was like three racks right there. Ooh. Bitch. Ah. And then everywhere she wanted to go, she's like, I've never been to Jersey Shore. All right, cool. Let's go. I took it, bitch. <laughs> you a simp. For sure. Yeah, you a simp. But, but I get mad. But I get mad, though. So I don't think I like I'm a simple simp. I'm like an aggressive simp if there's one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But I don't it, even know where I want to go with you next. Yeah, but what I'm saying, so just like, yeah, I've, I've like, I can. So, but what what is an age that you are, com- if you are taking somebody seriously. Like, if I, can, if I, if I wanted to choose. If you want to date years, you. Like, probably like, like, right now I'm 35. I'm looking at like 46, 50. <laughs> the fuck is so funny? Ricardo, please stop it. Okay, let, can we go both ways? What is the lowest you would not date, and what's the oldest you would not date? That might be easier the for lowest me. I would not date is seventy because it's illegal. <laughs> but in Japan, I had a I, I dated some girl. Ricardo, 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 Ricardo. Okay. Please don't incriminate yourself on this podcast. In Japan, <laughs> in Japan, in Japan, I dated a girl who was twenty, and I was like. 33 and we had so much fun together because my mentality i'm still young bro i'm like still like an 18 year old i'm going to jail Dop, i go to jail oh my gosh <laughs> okay all right all right uh, i can't even have the comprehensive talk i wanted to have with you because i think that the media and 
us as a society, mm-hmm. we play favorites. For sure. So I feel like Jay-Z and Beyonce are the same exact age gap as Irv Gotti and Ashanti. Oh, they, they are? They might actually be more. But you know... I, and everybody loves Jay-Z and Beyonce. Nobody pays attention to their, their age, age gap. Yeah. Which I don't care about either. But I, I don't care because I feel like if you like somebody, you like them. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm going to go on a okay. little bit of a okay, rant. Fine. I'll be quiet. My, my thing is... I, I I don't see myself at this point. I'm 33. I don't know what I would have in common with a 43-year-old. I'm not completely against it. Mm-hmm. If I met one that was cool and we had things in common, sure, fine. So let's, stop, let's stop right there. Okay. What is the youngest you've dated and what is I've the old? I've never dated any guy who's like younger than me. If, if you're younger than me, you were born in my same year. It just happens that I was born in February. So if you were born in 1989, most likely you're younger than me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, So you did it the same or above? The same year or above, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you've okay. either been my exact age or a few months younger than gotcha. me or older than me. Okay. So, so not bad. I'm not really, you know, with the younger. I, but I'm I don't think I'm completely opposed to dating younger, but eh, I don't really care for it. Okay. So my point is that I think the point that I was making is that people pick and choose. Yeah. And I feel like if I met a 43-year-old and I liked him and mm-hmm. we worked, okay, fine. I, I don't... It's not my preference. Yeah. So, it would have... We would just have to meet and have that chemistry. Yeah. Now, when it comes to, like, men, I just feel like, first of all, we have to consider men in a certain industry, first of all. Mm-hmm. Hollywood is a different place. Mm-hmm. So, the age gaps to me are much more common in hollywood than they are because that's just how men are correct second of all i just feel like men being persistent and hunting and pursuing a female all those categories are kind of intertwined yeah so there's a difference when a man is being a creep of course okay but there is a thin line between a man being persistent actively pursuing you wanting to get with you like niggas do yeah and him being a creep uh-huh. when a guy meets a girl and he's like damn she's hot i like her he's gonna do everything he can to get her yeah i don't think it necessarily means i want to abuse you or i want to uh take advantage of you it just mm. means i'm feeling you and yeah. i want to take you down yeah and sometimes when it comes to these grown men in hollywood it just happens that those girls that they're attracted to are sometimes a little younger than them yeah and like you said we're spending a lot of time together etc cetera, etc cetera. the same now my thing is if earth Gotti and ashanti would have ended up married we would have looked at them like jay-z and beyonce yeah, yeah that's literally the difference yeah because i'm sure hove had to court beyonce yeah he had to chase her mm-hmm. he had to be on her junk Yo, I want you. The same things. He had to be on her body, as we say it. He just ended up marrying her. And she's 41 or 42 now. And he's 52. Mm-hmm. Same age gap. Diddy is walking around parading oh, yeah. with young Miami. He's 52. This chick is 20. Like, I, don't I know. think young Miami is like 27, 28. Yeah. I don't even think she's 30. Yeah. Nobody's saying anything. Because you know what? You know that she's consenting. Yeah. So it's not a problem. My thing is, if they split their separate ways and we choose to dissect yeah. the ways in which 
her relationship with him was benefiting her of course we could say a whole bunch of yeah, shit yeah, yeah. her podcast is on his network oh, yeah. she's featured on his remix yeah she's featured of course she's benefiting from that but to me that's just a part of the game like when you messing with somebody sometimes you just get benefits i don't think that when you're in it you're thinking i'm fucking on this nigga because I want the top spot or I want my podcast. No, that's what a nigga is supposed to do that likes you and is messing with you. He's supposed to put you on. Whoa. If he has, my point is okay. the same way how you spend 6,000 racks. So don't say, whoa, <laughs> don't say, whoa, you spent 6,000 racks for a reason because you were into the girl and you wanted certain things. Was that your motivation? Yeah. I don't think no, but when you're in the space, it's like, all right, she wanted, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Like, okay. You know, I like this girl. We vibe. I got a network. I think she's smart. I think yeah. she's talented. I'm gonna put her on my network. It doesn't mean that I'm doing this to get pussy from her. Yeah. But we can't negate the fact but that that's I'm what getting I'm doing, pussy though. from her. Yeah. But I don't think that it's fair. I think my point is like just if she wants that, to give it to me. I'm not paying six racks. You're yeah. not going to New York. But my point is, I don't think it's fair to when that situation diminishes for young Miami to come through and say, yeah, no. yeah, me too. The me you too know movement. what? I was a little manipulated. No, you weren't. <laughs> You're running around with this guy. Yeah. You are completely conscious of what you're doing. I would respect a lady more who said, you know what? When I was young, I was dumb. Yeah. I was making stupid ass yeah. decisions. The way I was thinking and the, my thought process wasn't thorough. And it allowed me to make decisions without thoroughly yeah. thinking. So am I proud of every decision I made? But you know what? Ain't nobody forced me to do nothing. Correct, that. yeah. That's what I would have liked. And when I was listening to that podcast, although I appreciated a lot of Ashanti's point of views, and I understood a lot of her opinions, and I get why she's mad and why she has been very quiet this whole time, I did not appreciate her lack of accountability for messing with her boss it's the victim who is mentality. also a married man he was separated but he was a married man i didn't appreciate some of the terms that she was using to label him especially because i feel like there was no id there was no layer yeah. in this situation where you thought you were being abused or yeah. taken advantage of and Older niggas, that's the benefit they got. They always gonna have over you. Yeah. They're older than you. Yeah. They're in powers of position. Correct. Of course, his his pull is gonna be a little stronger than yours. But that doesn't. That's not the same as a Harvey Weinstein. You get what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah okay. you you shouldn't. You sh I just feel like it's unfair to put him in that box. But I don't even or know. even insinuate that. But we don't even know. Like the whole Harvey Weinstein thing is just one reality and a different reality, right? Like we don't we don't know. Even Bill Cosby, we don't know, right? You know what? I think that there is something telling of those situations. When somebody like Ghislaine Maxwell yeah, is recruiting chicks for you, yeah. and there's like this prototype of a female, then you know that there's a ring happening. It's the same thing that happens with women who are get prostituted or become a part of like yeah. it's like they sense a certain vulnerability but we in don't you. even sometimes we don't even know like as guys we don't even know like you got pulled into that sometimes i think that's but what you want to do i'm yeah. talking about when the, it comes to harvey weinstein clearly there was 
one time we could call it 16 times come on there was yeah. an operation happening yeah. now if you're like 16 years old 15 years old and i'm like all right come on dog you know like for example you know i read this article where this guy this white guy he went to jail because you know uh i don't know if you know about sexual tort uh was it you not, told me i think um, on the last sec- part it's um uh sex tourism mm-hmm. sex tourism right it's it's real in other countries it's like illegal. germany it's, it's legal. legal in certain countries right this one guy he was dating this 14 year old off of like okay cupid or some shit like that right and then he knew that she was that young and mm-hmm. persisted to go for that you know and then he got in trouble for that and stuff like that so now he's in jail and stuff like that so like i if like they're 14 15 and stuff like that bro you gotta go because i got daughters that age you know what right. i mean and you you could manipulate them with money and stuff like that you know so um I, I and get, of course with harvey weinstein you're a media mogul these correct, girls yeah. think that they're getting something correct from you. they want to be actors so they yeah. think that's what they have to do so i i get that part you know but my thing is when it when it comes to women it's just like sometimes women use men to get ahead and then turn around and blame men for being men if that makes any sense yeah to an extent yeah to an extent i I halfway agree with that okay because of course i'm a woman so i know how creepy men can be Uh, that's what i'm about to ask you like what is creepy to you because I, I think if, I'm, if you're ugly and I stare at you, it's creepy. But if it's a good-looking guy who stares at no, you... No, uh, you, there's ways of being creepy. And um, there's ways of being creepy. Yes, being ugly is, is part of it. <laughs> not being attractive and staring at me is mm. part of it. But I also think like not being able to... Excuse me, read the room. Not being able to sense if a girl is into you or out to you and mm. consistently like just being annoying, like crossing boundaries um, of like when it comes to just like, I don't know how to explain it. Like my ladies will just feel me. There's certain behaviors that just are just a little creepy. Like, like I need, give me you two. Because I was talking to somebody on Instagram and she's like, I don't like creepy guys and stuff like that because if you like you're doing this, you're creepy. And I'm just like, bro. To be honest, because you know, I, I, por- porno is is all around us now, right? You just search the internet and stuff like that. So then I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes when I look at a girl, I'm probably undressing you with my eyes. I, I'm sorry, but like it's already embedded in me because that's how I see you, right? And you're then, creepy. That's not creepy. It is creepy. You don't ever see food and like, but damn, what does that food taste like? That's not different. That's different. But undressing your- you and being like, I get the undressing you with the uh-huh. eyes. I get it. But my other thing is also like, come on, like, just be attracted to her. Just think she's beautiful. Just I think, think you're she's beautiful. Sexy. I want to see what it looks like on the knees. But yeah. that's sexualizing her. Yeah, but you you don't think you don't do that to guys? Hell no. I, I everything I love. I've never looked at a man and said, "You know what? I wonder what his." What about those like. shorts? What about those those gray shorts? No, I've never. I I swear, I have to like like you to get that deep into what I'm thinking so about. So if you see niggas with gray shorts, you don't think nothing. No. If I see the sundress, I'm like, damn. Because I just feel like y'all are different, and I'm I'm. 
I'm not saying I speak for all women. Okay. I'm saying I'm speaking for me. Okay. I don't, if I see my guy in gray sweats, where are you going? And why do you look like that? <laughs> look at where, the penis oh, where, print. You try, where are you trying to go yeah. right now? But, and yeah, I guess if I see a guy, but it's never like, I've never, I don't know. I've never been, I don't think, exposed to like a guy in like his gray sweats, his F-boy attire to where it's like, what, what, what is the F boy? Please don't say fuck boy because it that, is. You know that's so disrespectful in Florida. You get your ass killed or sh- or calling whoop. somebody an F boy. Yeah, like they use it here like it's nonchalant. And I was like, bro, you get your ass whooped if you call somebody down there in Florida. But back to the whole thing about the gray shorts thing. Like you don't. All I'm saying is that I don't undress guys with my eyes. I've never seen a guy outside and been like, if anything, I say, wow, he's handsome. He's handsome and I want to. Wow, I want to see cute. that penis print. No, never. That's not the first thing I think of. It's just like, oh, he's handsome. Oh, he's real good looking. Well, do you have that's a high it, sexual and that's drive? That's where it ends. I don't know. I think I. I think I'm a sexual person. I mm. think I'm a sexual being. But I don't. That's not how I don't sexualize guys. That's not what I think of when I see a guy. I'm thinking about if I see a handsome guy, I'm like. Wow, he's handsome. He would make a great husband. We would, what the like, hell? That's what I'm thinking about. That's how my mind works. Like, wow, he could be my husband. He could be my... That's my husband. That's my husband. I'm trying to see what that mouth do. Or if I see that sundress... Uh, what them cheeks do? I don't... I'm not an ass guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a boob guy. you like white girls. Yes. And Japanese and Spanish. So let's just throw that in there. <laughs> I think on that note, we should end the podcast. Okay. Um, I did have more to talk about, but I honestly think the levels that I'm looking at are so high. Yeah. They're so high. It, it's like our vo- vocal levels are like here. Yeah. I'm going to lower it a little bit. Oh, though. Okay, cool. Um, Unless but, you do editing like some other people. Why are you doing your boys like that? Who? I didn't say nothing. So what I are you saying? I just said, I just said, at least you do editing. <laughs> like there's, there's a million podcasts out there. <laughs> There's a million podcasts out there. All right. Anyway, though, um, thank you to Ricardo for coming on this pod. Mm-hmm. I really wish uh, Ricardo has somewhere to be, um, and I do want him to get there on time. Oh shit, yeah. And um, I also just think that I don't know. Like, I feel like conversations with Ricardo go like layer by layer, which yeah. I think is great. Like, we only talked really about three topics, and we went an hour and a half. No, for sure. And some people I have on this podcast, I could go ten topics with them, and I could be because 30. you guys agree. I thir- no 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 not I, always I, agree sometimes people don't have depth uh, and i don't mean that disrespectfully i just mean like sometimes or they don't, don't have no experiences in that yeah and then you know fortunately for me i've had a lot of experiences yeah, you've been to japan yeah i've been to japan been to afghanistan i've been heartbroken i've been cheated on uh i've been played like we can keep going with a violin at you know yeah so. please because you tell it tell us all but no like dead ass like to be honest like i have a lot of like women best friends and reason why because when it comes to relationships i relate to women more than men men mm-hmm. i yeah. can see that yeah and I, I think that a lot of times like i need my guys yeah for certain things but i i'm not one of those girls who i have like more guy friends than girls yeah. i love my ladies because yeah. they we we get along the way we get along and they give me a certain insight that 
I just will not. Yeah. When I need my guys, I need them. Yeah, but and the guys that you have are probably like, yo, like this is how it goes and shit, what it is. And like me, I'm like, I'm fucking crying. This shit hurts. Yeah, I could feel that. Yeah, like I've been like, like to be cheated on, that shit hurts so bad. And then to still go be with that person. Yeah. It burns. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's just like, but with women though, I think like, I I don't know, like something in you where there's, I don't know if it's like chemicals or something where it's just like, because you can give birth and you can go through that pain, you can handle that type of heartache. I just feel like, our ego is not as ah uh, oh that's um, a good one yeah yeah I think our the male ego and the female ego um, are two different things yeah, y'all for sure. ego is extremely fragile yeah and I think it's because y'all are just the the aspect of life y'all are meant to yeah. occupy yeah like so women we're just like we can take a lot and yeah. you bringing up childbirth and things like that I think that's true like yeah. we're we're um. We're empathetic people. Yeah. We're mentor. We can Nurture. take emotion. We know how to deal with it. Y'all yeah. don't know how to deal with it. And no I feel like sometimes you guys are. She's not gonna. <laughs> we, you guys are so oblivious to it. Like y'all really sometimes think like y'all are untouchable. For sure. When yeah. it comes to certain things, and then when certain things happen, it blows y'all out the water, and y'all be like, yeah like so like i think that's a little bit of it yeah like like not to go too long into it i know we say gonna cancel it mm, well to cut it short but it. right but it's just like we're talking about the me too movement right but do you remember when terry cruz he came out with his thing and like yo yeah. nigga you weak as fuck you swole as hell and you talking about this you a little bitch man up yeah nah the nigga was hurt yeah you know what i mean so it's i i, I understand you with the ego part and i completely agree with the ego part for sure it's the ego part yeah definitely yeah um but yeah thank you guys for listening to the this is 30 podcast i apologize if um we sound a little bit oh, all over loud? the place yeah. and loud because ricardo's not have any headphones so i don't know um, my levels yeah but don't worry i'll fix it so okay. this apology might be unwarranted but thank you guys for listening to the this is 30 podcast i appreciate you thank you ricardo for coming through you As might always. have to you might have to come through for part two okay but, um, and if i come back Bro, something I need like some type of voucher for parking or some shit like that because I drove like 15 <laughs> minutes looking for parking. Where did you park at? Shit's crazy. Yeah, my parking dead is ass? crazy. I don't know. No dead ass. Like really, I don't know. Running? I have to figure it out. Hi, Nye. Okay, but oh. thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell mm-hmm. a friend, any mama, any cousin, any daddy right. to listen to the This Is Thirty like, podcast. Subscribe. Like, do subscribe. something. Send follow it. us. Repost follow it. us. Repost us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Repo- I, I made it? Yeah, you made it. I'm, so can we say like, this is the 30 podcast plus Ricardo? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This then is I, 30. Okay. I'm your so host, Jernique. And on this episode. What the, can I be a co-host? You can be my featured guest. Oh, I like featured. I already had a co-host. It builds my ego. I'm over the co-host thing. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. then it's just like, sometimes let's just listen to you. And it's just like, uh, just what? by yourself. You don't like when I'm by myself? No. I don't like it when you're by yourself. I'm barely by myself. I'm yeah, by but, myself once in a while. Yeah, but I like it when you have somebody who just like has the same opinions and you're just like, ugh. You're a loser. Okay. <laughs> don't call me a leecher as your response. Okay. But, but I do about think you're say. a loser. Don't tell me that you don't like when I'm on the podcast by myself. 
because I heard that I'm the goat with recording by myself. A lot of people can't record by themselves. They don't. They couldn't go five minutes by themselves on a podcast. Oh, I, I know a couple podcasts that they can go more than five minutes. But. <laughs> are they mass media people or are they me? Uh, they're mass media people who have been doing this for years and years and have a whole production company and have people around them. So they're really not alone. When I'm recording alone, I'm really in this space by myself alone. I don't have a multi-million dollar budget. Okay. I don't have cameras, lights, action. Okay. There's no people and prompting don't, and, me. And don't need all that. So it really be me by myself. Because so you want to be by people? yourself. So who's the other people you know that could go by themselves like me? Well, I mean, I'm not into nobody, their podcast. Nobody. Nobody. Okay, you That's, win. You win this one, right? You like to win, so you won this one. That's what you always want. I won this one. You won. Yes, you got I it. won. I you won. Got it. All right. So it's been real. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Peace and chicken grease. I always wanted to say that.